Although I have covered and explored in some detail the extended arguments surrounding the issue of a constitutional standing for people that is entirely independent of both federal and state institutions of governance through other video documentaries that appear on this channel page of Dr. Anab, I realize that many people might only view or listen to small segments of those longer documentaries and therefore actually fail to grasp what is at the heart of those longer videos and as a result move on prematurely before engaging the revolutionary points that are being established through those videos. So, I have decided to try to significantly reduce the temporal framework through which those overarching issues can be clearly and succinctly stated. More specifically, for more than 320 years, there has been an unresolved dynamic problem present in the Constitution that has never, and I do mean never, heard or addressed or properly engaged. A mechanism or protocol or methodological framework should have been established by the people independently of both federal and state jurisdictions for providing the people with a means to critically reflect on and institute what is meant both in terms of degrees of freedom as well as constraints by what is involved in the notion that neither the federal government nor state governments have the constitutional authority to disparage or deny the unspecified rights that belong to the people and not the states that are being alluded to in the Ninth Amendment. Moreover, although traditionally many members of government and the legal uh, profession have it interpreted the unspecified powers that are being alluded to in the Tenth Amendment as constituting or giving expression to the idea of state rights, such an understanding does not do justice to the wording of the Tenth Amendment. When Roger Sherman added the words, quote, to the people, end of quote, to the existing shorter form of that amendment, which had ended with the phrase, quote, are reserved to the states respectively, end of quote. He was not referring to the, quote, people, end of quote, as another way of identifying the notion of states. He was introducing the people as someone with constitutional standing independent of the state. Just as the Ninth Amendment completely excluded any reference to states and only acknowledged that there were unspecified rights of the people that could not be denied nor disparaged by any facet of enumerated constitutional authorizations, so too the Tenth Amendment, thanks to the words of Roger Sherman concerning the people, 
established that the people had a constitutional standing concerning certain unspecified powers that were not the exclusive preserve of state forms of governance, that the people had powers that were not subject to usurpation by the states. Unfortunately, just as there was no appropriate methodology or protocol or procedural framework for explaining how to establish workable degrees of freedom and constraints concerning the scope and nature of such unspecified rights, so too there has never been an appropriately rigorous and critically reflective process that has properly addressed the issue concerning the scope and nature of the sorts of unspecified powers to which the Tenth Amendment is assigning the people quite independently of the states. Nonetheless, the bottom line is as follows. Number one, neither the federal nor state governments has the constitutional authority to disparage or deny such unspecified rights of the people. Number two, neither the federal nor state governments have the constitutional authority to dispossess the people who have independent constitutional standing from both federal and state governments of the unspecified powers that have been assigned to them through the Tenth Amendment. In closing, I would like to add one further consideration to the foregoing observation. Part and parcel of the dynamic set of problems and challenges to which the Ninth and Tenth Amendments give expression, but which unfortunately have never been properly and rigorously addressed for more than 320 years, is the following crucial contingent issue, namely, the purpose of the Ninth and Tenth Amendments concerning the unspecified rights and powers of the people, independent of federal and state constitutional authority, is not intended to serve as a vehicle for spreading chaos into the political landscape. Rather, there is a need for establishing a process through which to integrate in a workable but dynamically nuanced fashion the ways in which the constitutional standing of the federal government, the state governments, and the people can engage one another in a constructive fashion that will complement one another in a heuristically valuable way. This also is at the heart of the challenge that is being given expression by the aforementioned dynamic constitutional problem that has been left unaddressed for more than 320 years of American history. The federal government has no constitutional authority to adjudicate, legislate, or usurp via executive fiat the independent constitutional standing of the people. In addition, the state governments have no constitutional authority to adjudicate, legislate, 
or make executive determinations that place constraints upon or allow for usurpation of the unspecified rights and powers of the people. Rather, the foregoing matters remain entirely with the people by means of a yet-to-be-determined methodological process for exploring, critically reflecting upon, and instituting a process for resolving such issues in a way that can be integrated with federal and state forms of constitutional standing in a constructive fashion. Without going into details, among the many topical issues that are entangled within the foregoing unresolved methodological questions are the following themes. One, education. Two, military conscription. Three, martial law. Four, public health issues. Five, medical mandates in the declaration of pandemics. Six, corporate activity involving GMOs, pharmaceuticals, and of vaccines. Seven, the application and uses to which tax money can be assigned. Eight, activities of institutions such as the NSA, the CIA, the FBI, and an assortment of government intelligence agencies which continually deny and disparage the unspecified powers and rights of the people. Number nine, national security. Number 10, standing armies. Number 11, policing. Number 12, the policies and activities of the CDC, FDA, and the National Institute of Health. Number 13, theories of medicine, health, and disease. Number 14, processes for resolving conflicts along the boundary markers that bring federal, state, and people's independent constitutional standing into contact with one another.